Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's time to talk week four and the National Football League. I'm normally joined by Bill in Florida at this time. But as we know, Bill has bigger things to focus on than football. Yeah, he lives in that Tampa Bay area. So my thoughts and prayers are with Bill and everyone currently being impacted by the hurricane. I've seen some videos and some photos that just scare me. You guys are dealing with some big stuff there. So once again, thoughts are with you. I wish everyone the best. We hope to connect with Bill later this week via email so he can give us his five picks. We'll get those out to you on the normal podcast. And then next week, we expect to have him back. And we'll all be excited to have him back because I'm lonely. I look forward to talking to somebody actually on the podcast for this NFL show each week. So I will give you my five picks. And we've had a good season. I think Bill's my good luck charm. And that's why I'm a little scared. I'm superstitious like old Louis Carnesecca at St. John's. I don't want to change my sweater. I don't want to change any of my outfit. I like the same routine. We are four and one in week one, week two, and week three. So if we go 0 and 5, yeah, it's not good. But hey, that's how we've started the year. I'm very happy with the start. No guarantees how the rest of the year is going to go. But let's recap how things sit in the NFL year to date. Week three, the dogs went 10 and six against the spread. And how about this? They barked and they bit nine and seven straight up. That's a crazy number. Home teams, seven and nine against the number. And how about the total? I told you I love unders early in the year, 10 unders and six overs so far. Year to date, the dogs are 28, 19 and one against the number. The home teams, 25, 22 and one against the spread. And the total, 31 unders, 16 overs, and one push. So those are the numbers year to date when we look at the numbers. But when I looked at the week four card, I think it's the most difficult week to handicap so far for me. The one and two teams and the two and one teams, I almost feel like they're interchangeable. I still don't know who's good, don't know who's bad. The the water's really muddy for me. And then I don't know if it's because I'm not feeling well. Maybe it's because I don't have Bill. I'm normally a huge home underdog player, but I have road chalk on my card this week. I have no home dogs on the card, so I'm a nervous wreck, but let's get to it. Play number one. It is, like I said, a road favorite. It is the Cleveland Browns minus the one at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm paying juice here, a minus 115. So the first gut reaction was to play Atlanta. Miles Garrett might be out after the car accident. The Falcons are a home underdog. We know that's been good year to date. And the Browns haven't played anyone this year. 
But then I have to remember that the Falcons have lost seven of their last 11 games at home. So getting a single point really doesn't do a lot for me. The Falcons are giving up 27 points per game. And the key number here is 4.8 yards per rush. So that concerns me. The Browns lead the league in rushing, 190.7 yards per game. They're getting five yards per carry with a nice tandem of Chubb and Hunt. I actually held it against Atlanta to be one of the three teams that are currently 3-0 and against the spread. Bad teams just shouldn't start 4-0 and against the number, in my opinion. The Browns are 2-1. and They beat Carolina by two on the road, likely a bad team. They lost by one in crazy fashion to the Jets, likely a bad team. They beat Pittsburgh by 12, likely a bad team. Now they get to face another team that is likely to be bad. The Falcons have already turned it over seven times this year. Yeah, without Bill around to stop me, I'm going to play a rare road favorite. Give me the Cleveland Browns minus the one at the Atlanta Falcons. Play number two on the card. It's another road favorite. It is the Kansas City Chiefs minus the one at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm hoping this game is still being played at Raymond James on Sunday night. This is going to be an unusual week of preparation for both teams. A lot of things in limbo, a lot of other things on their mind. The Bucs D looked good against Green Bay last week in the loss. Offense, I don't know. Chiefs stubbed their toe at Indianapolis and absolutely self-destructed. Mike Evans returns this week to help Tom Brady. But after three weeks so far, the Bucs ranked 22nd in scoring, averaging just 17 points per game. So the output is concerning regardless of the defenses they face so far. On the flip side, the Bucs D is the best in the NFL. They've allowed a total of 27 points this year. The Chiefs are averaging 29 points per game. So we know something has to give. The Bucs have already benefited from eight takeaways this season. I don't expect the Chiefs to gift wrap this one after last week's performance. I'm not the X and O master, so I look at the motivational angles of games. The Bucs have Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Carolina waiting in the wings. They lose this game, and they should still start 5-2, and two, so no real panic in Tampa. Meanwhile, the Chiefs have three playoff teams from a season ago on deck. They have the Raiders, the Bills, and the 49ers. The Chiefs need to win this one a whole lot more than the Bucs do, in my opinion. Plus, let's not forget the last two time these two teams played each other. The Bucs won the Super Bowl 31-9. I like that revenge situation. So I'm on the Chiefs, minus the one at Tampa Bay. Play number three on the card, it's the Arizona Cardinals, plus the one and a half over the Carolina Panthers. So this is a battle of number one quarterback picks out of Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield in 2018, Kyler Murray in 2019. Baker is a fighter, and he seems to have a knack this year for the long TD pass. He's burned me on a few quarterback props where I played the under. Those passes came back to bite me. The Panthers are one and two after playing the Browns, the Giants, and the Saints. I'm still not sure what to think of any of those teams. The Cardinals are one and two after playing the Rams, the Raiders, and the Chiefs so far. Two of those teams are obviously Super Bowl contenders again. The Cardinals need to hang around until Hopkins returns in week seven to help that passing game. This week, they need to run the ball more, and effectively, of course. Kyler Murray has just 68 yards rushing this season. James Conner has been banged up and has just 90 yards rushing on 30 attempts. After four field goals last week against the Rams and nothing more, I expect the Cardinal offense to make some big plays this week. 
I'm going to bet this one at the plus one and a half, but it wouldn't shock me by kickoff if I was betting the third road favorite on my card. I think Arizona might close as the favorite, but for now, I got him in at the plus one and a half at Carolina. Next up on the card, play number four, we're on the Las Vegas Raiders, minus the two and a half over the Denver Broncos. So the Raiders are an 0-3 team, straight up and against the spread, at home against a division rival. Their backs are against the wall. Their new head coach just had a closed-door meeting with an owner named Davis. Devontae Adams said he's frustrated and angry. Three losses this year by a total of 13 points. They're negative three in the turnover column. They're ranked 26th in the red zone. I was hoping Denver would look good on Sunday and we'd be catching a point or two, but that didn't happen. I played against the Raiders last week, and I bet the Broncos on Sunday night. This week, flip that script. I plan to bet Denver a ton the rest of the year. Bronco fans, don't worry. Your red zone offense will improve. Your scoring will improve, but not on Sunday. I'm on the Raiders, minus the two and a half. As Al Davis used to say, just win, baby, and just cover for me. Don't forget that. Play number five, who I don't like it. I didn't like it last week, and I don't like it this week. It lost for me last week. It was the lone loser on the card, but I'm going back to the well. It is the Washington Commanders, plus the three and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. So I had the Vikings in this spot, but I pulled it off the card. Well, once again, I bleed purple, so I don't trust my judgment sometimes when it comes to the Vikings. So in steps the one and two Commanders, who have played one of the most intriguing schedules so far. They beat the Jaguars, who actually might be good after beating the Chargers, I guess. They lost to the Lions, who are 3-0 against the spread. I considered playing Seattle based on that number, but I just don't like the Seahawks this year. They lost to the Eagles, who are now in the top three of most power rankings out there. So very intriguing games, like I said. The Commanders have generated the fewest takeaways in football. They're not helping their offense. Only one turnover in three games. That's dreadful. Both teams have overachieved in the red zone, so I kind of have this game circled as a potential undercome Sunday. This is back-to-back bitter division rival games for both teams. Last year, Dallas crushed Washington 56-14 to at home en route to sweeping the Commanders. Short week for the Cowboys after back-to-back wins with their backup QB. I expect my wife, my kids, my family, and my friends to all be betting on Dallas. So that means I'm taking Washington plus the three and a half at the Cowboys. So let's recap my card for week four. Yes, I miss Bill. Be back next week, Bill. Play number one. We're on the Cleveland Browns minus the one at the Atlanta Falcons weighted at a minus 115. Play number two. We're on the Kansas City Chiefs minus the one at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Play number three, we're on the Arizona Cardinals, plus the one and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Play number four, we're on the Las Vegas Raiders, minus the two and a half of the Denver Broncos. Play number five, we're on the Washington Commanders, plus the three and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. So that's my card for week four. Will it be four straight weeks going four and one? Or will I stub my toe and fall flat on my face? We'll find out. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.